0: welcome everybody this is pam at the paper outpost and this is the joy of junk journals the paper outpost podcast where we talk about everything from paper crafting junk journals life of a crafter and answering your crafty questions. So today we're going to be answering some of your crafty questions and Ellen um, Taylor asks what type of drawer system are you using for your stamps? I really like it. I got these at Hobby Lobby that I use wooden and metal drawered uh, cabinets and uh, I don't know if they sell them anymore but that is my source and um, you can look up map drawers, uh, printer drawers, apothecary drawers. Uh, Those might be things to search for in Amazon or or Etsy or wherever you're looking for storage ideas. Um, Yeah. And uh, the closer you can get things to only one item deep, the better it will be for you in the long run because you will be able to find things so much faster. That's at least what I believe in theory. Whether it really pans out in really everyday life, we shall see. Well, we've already seen. Yeah, sometimes yes, sometimes no is the grand answer to that. Uh, You got to go in the drawer to look at it and remember that you have it. And when you start amassing a lot of craft supplies, you can you can forget what you have. Does that ever happen to anybody? It, for, it happens to me all the time. Like, oh yeah, that. Like I have this big steamer trunk uh, below me here where I toss in my really unique uh, book pages and scraps and things like that. It's kind of my own little personal giant stash to pull from. And I can see what's at the top. Do you think I know what's at the bottom? I have no idea what's at the bottom at this point. Probably some really cool stuff. I. I have no idea that's there uh, yet. I keep looking for new things to add to it. It is full. I cannot close it. And we are here as one in the craft room together doing crafty things and it just takes up space. So we're gonna have to assess that. Maybe I need to purge that, go through it, reorganize it so I live and breathe and know what's in there. I must do that, must do that at some point. Not gonna happen for a while, I can tell you. Um, there are other things in the craft room that need to be organized. Look around, Pam. Okay. I do have a pile of whatnot in the corner. There's a, it has an Epson printer at the bottom. Then there's this wooden crate full of lovely things that I have no idea what's in there. Then there's this lovely wicker basket on top of that full of lovely things, which I have no idea what is in there. I think the top one and the middle, the wooden one, the basket, the wicker basket and the wooden crate contain pre-made embellishments. So I, that's where I put them when I'm done. So, they're easy to draw from when I'm making a journal. And you know, when you make a journal, you actually do blow through a lot of pre made embellishments pretty quickly if you decorate like I do in the very giant chunky monkey stylized way of overstuffing a junk journal to the g- great gator mouth, gaping, open side, giant stuffed with goodies and treasures kind of book. Um, yeah, you can go through your pre-mades pretty fast, um, pre-made pockets, pre-made journal cards, belly bands. Oh, we should make some bulk belly band making. That would be fun. Or, uh, I haven't done that in a while, um, and you can make things that you think are going to be a belling band, belling band, a belly band, but it turns out to be a pocket. I mean, it just depends where you put the glue, right? Am I? Am I right? Right. Okay. We got that straight. And then there's a box on top of whatnot. It's a paper, it's a cardboard box, and it looks like old paper ephemera, like a giant box of fundal stuff. And I must have found some fundal stuff, and I just put it in there. And I thought, well, let me let me bring this into the craft room where I craft. What a great idea, huh? And uh, that way, I can actually use what I have. No, it looks like a Christmas tree over there. These boxes on top of the printer. And um, I need to get in there. I need to go deep or go home. I'm already home. There's not really anywhere else to go. Okay. Um, Priscilla Chacon says, I agree with you, Sunshine. What is up with the sandy, sandy Double Standards? She's referring to the flat writing junk journal, Ideas and Tips Got Colored Pencils, number one. The Sandy Double standards. I'm sure it's something that Sunshine had something to say. Yeah, about some type of double stand. Oh, bringing the sand in the house. I Okay, yes. Now it's all coming back to me. Yes, I do remember his little speech. When Sunshine brings in sand, it's not okay. But when Mama brings in sand, it's okay into the house. She lets it slide with herself. Of course, who gets to vacuum it up? Mama. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, that's so, hey, that's the way we roll here, sunshine. Somebody's got to be the boss. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think it's him. I really do. <laughs> okay. Um, Cheryl Maslin says, love this journal. What about making a seashell journal sometime? Oh, that would be really pretty. That's a great idea for a theme for a journal. Um, it was a video called Forgotten Junk Journal Tips. Learning from my old journal. Must have been doing a flip through of an old journal and going, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. That's a great idea to myself and apparently to you guys too. Okay. She said, I would love a seashell one. Your creati- creativity is endless and you find beauty in whatever you do or discover. I relate to you as I like to find things and think of what I could do with this. You surpass me in your ideas and that is great. I learned from you finding purpose and beauty of objects. Thank you for sharing. Oh, okay. Oh, she asks, I missed the question. Do you make journals for, for people? Um... Yes, I find the dog world isn't as receptive. Uh, So I'm leaning towards people for my junk journals. Yes, that would be a yes. (laughs) I'm not quite sure if she meant, do I make them like for sale or do I make them like custom? I don't do custom. Um... But I do, my journals tend to be a little bit eclectic with a a splash of nature botanical mixed with Victorian vintage style. Those are just some of the themes that I like. But you can do any kind of theme that you want. You can gift them, sell them, donate them, hoard them. You can do whatever you want with your journals. There are no hard rules. It's all good. And you do what makes you happy. Um okay loyalist rose As do you sell your new junk journals if so where can they be purchased yes i generally sell the new ones that i make um and uh when i have them for sale they uh, go for sale in my etsy shop it's the paper outpost etsy shop and if you can't find it because sometimes etsy it makes it hard for you just to find a store which is so ridiculous um just type in www Thepaperoutpost.com, and that will take you to my—I call it a secret Etsy shop. It—I actually I pay extra to have a, a web domain just lead you to my Etsy shop, so you don't get mixed up looking at other people's stuff, which is what happens a lot of the time, uh, because Etsy works like Google, where if you type in spaghetti. Um, you're going to see a bunch of spaghetti things that come up, and then all of a sudden they're going to start throwing in a rigatoni or a or a fusilli or something like that. And you didn't ask for those, but Google will just start to generate things that it think you it thinks you might like, and that's what it does with other stores it'll offer some things but then it'll start mixing in other people's stuff and if the buyer is not aware of this they might actually end up purchasing something that is somebody else's and this has happened to a few people who were trying to buy a journal from me and um, they ended up purchasing somebody else's journal because they saw it was available And uh, so if you only want to see my stuff, just go to www.thepaperoutpost.com. And that will be only my stuff on Etsy. It's not mixed with everybody else's. And you can be assured you're actually getting stuff from me. It is real Etsy. All the payment systems work the same. Everything behind the mirror or behind the curtain is regular Etsy. Um, So uh, I hope that helps. Um, Because I know that was a concern out there. Um, okay, we did that. Um, hi, Pam. Oh, this is uh, Sarah Audette. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Pam. Hello from Minnesota. I have another question. Do you ever get stuck on thinking what to do? I try writing things down, but I still get stuck sometimes. What helps? Um sometimes cleaning a drawer of craft supplies will spark interest. Sometimes watching somebody else's video, sometimes I'll go on Pinterest and just look around at the different amazing things people are doing and making. Um, Sometimes I'll just go have a nap and it'll come to me in a nap form or if I do uh, have a bunch of ideas written down I'll take a look at my idea list and see just what speaks to me. What do I feel like making today? Or I'll look at my supplies and I'll say okay I haven't done anything with embroidery floss for a long time. Let's see if we can make make something with that so sometimes overwhelm can kill new ideas sometimes um lack of inspiration can kill new ideas so if you can kind of solve those that under over problem um maybe just focus on one or two things like craft supplies and like how could I use these two craft supplies in an embellishment or something like that or Maybe you're always working with colors and maybe you want to try doing something neutral for a while. Try to do the opposite of what you normally do or try a different um, color that you, that you normally don't try. Just bring some newness into it for yourself and you might find um, you have more fun. Uh, okay. Let's see. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. How about using an adult coloring book like a Zen doodle for inspiration and ideas? I might need a doodling Kickstarter. Absolutely. If you're unsure how to doodle in a cool way, those are great um, inspiration starters to look at because you can see how people use the often the botanical designs or the way they put the lines and to create something wonderful about it. You can kind of look to see what they're doing and get inspiration from that. And then you'll start taking their idea, but you'll morph it into your own because you really can't help but do that it's almost like our nature will borrow from someone and then we'll kind of turn it into our own and it becomes a unique piece in and of itself so that's a great place for inspiration I, yeah i do love looking at those myself um linda dalton says love it this is on the flat writing junk journal ideas and tips got colored pencils video what a strange title for a video. Who makes these titles? I think I think you need somebody who can do better than that, Pam. Oh, it's it's me. <laughs> okay, uh, Linda Dalton says, love it. Have you ever done Zen tangling? Okay, so it must be I'm just like scratching the itch of everybody who wanted to Zen doodle, Zen tangle. Um, I feel like you were peeking in my windows yesterday. I wanted to try something that someone on your Facebook page shared, where they blew out a printed page and it it had a picture in the center I say blew out because it looks like it exploded from the center but was cut out from the center and then folded and pasted Um, oh that's interesting Um, I didn't have anything to put in the center so I stamped a face and then zentangled around it doodling and zentangling that's kind of an interesting concept something breaking through a page and folding back almost like petals or something Oh, that's a whole other concept I've never thought about. See, it's funny. You can look at a page and see a million things or see nothing. Um, but then somebody can come along and say, Hey, have you ever thought of this? And there, I've never never—I've never thought of that. So that's pretty awesome. Thank you, Linda. Um, Just Me Valerie says, What words can Holly say? We always hear him singing, but I don't recall him saying any words. he He is singing inclined, and he does like to make up his own little tunes. When he's really super happy... Um, he'll just start whistling a tune that I I don't think he's ever heard before, and he'll just make it up and he'll be singing away nonstop. Um, words uh, he used to know little word phrases. I used to work with him a lot on that, but we haven't done that in a very long time, and I think he forgot. Um, although every once in a while he kept. I used to sing to um, him that little song that went "I love how you love me," and he shortened it to "I love me." <laughs> on purpose i think yeah i do i really do um he's a funny little guy um let's go down the questions here uh, Amy amy Castro asks love your craft room have you ever thought of turning your white paper shelves so that the books the paper would be vertical it might be easier to see and pick up the papers yes oh i see what you're saying That would actually give me more counter space, too. Huh. Okay, I'll have to think about that. That's in the realm of possibility. Definitely. Oh, what if I could reach the height? Oh, my God, I have this giant, like, it's like, it's got to be two feet tall of scrapbook paper. I need to really embrace scrapbook paper again. Somebody's got to use this stuff. It's really pretty paper. Am Am I wrong? No. No, we all have hordes of it. We love it. But we don't know what to do with it. So we're going to have to come up with some ideas. That's just more ideas of what to do with the 12 by 12 craft book scrapbook paper. Okay. Um, what kind of dog is Sunny? As Julie, Julie Sanchez asks. He's a Maltese. He's a baby doll, Korean-faced Maltese. I don't know where all that other stuff came from, but he's just a cutie pie. Oh, he's snoring right now. I don't know if you can hear him. Is he going to do it again? No, oh, it was just a one-time snore. He's really, he's sawing logs over there. I must have really tired him out. Um, okay, next we have Crafty Louise Creates. Pam, how do you keep up with all the ideas? My brain is bursting with journals. I want to try and not enough hours in the day or days in the week. Love you and Sunny for inspiring us all. Thanks. Yes, there's not enough days in the week to make all the journals we want to make. I know, and that's a good problem to have. Yes. These are little legacies that we leave on the planet. That's how I feel about these journals, that there are marks that we were here. And there's something... There's some inherent value that a book has that is just, I don't know, accepted by society. It doesn't matter what kind of book. People get very funny about destroying books. I mean, like, it doesn't even matter what the book is. It's just like, because it's on paper and printed form and it has a cover, whatever you do, don't destroy it. It's, it's, like, it's like the... Um, Um, The Holy Grail, like, uh, just don't destroy the book. So I'm hoping that our junk journals fall into that category, that they'll be, you know, kept on altars and, you know, okay, they won't be in churches. But maybe they'll be um, at home on a fireplace mantle or on your coffee table or given as a wedding gift or I gave one as a wedding gift, one that was one of my first ones. Actually, I gave as a wedding gift. It was so much fun to make. I think I won the most unusual prize for strange wedding gifts. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, they still talk to me. Yeah, they do. Um El- Elise KT, do, do you still have the Word document that shows the different ideas? Different ideas to make a journal. I saw it in a video a year ago. The Word document. Different ideas to make a journal. Okay. I know I have a few word docs. There's the note from the bookmaker. There's the junk journal list of supplies. Both of those are available to you. They're free if you sign up for my free monthly emailed newsletter. They're at the bottom in the freebie section. I have a list of page ideas. to um, How to break a blank page. I don't know where that's oh yeah no that's also there what I mean I don't know where that's stored it's in the same place so if it's not there it might be something else and I'm not quite sure what it is you might be referring to but I hope that helps okay and then we have Sandra Doobie Pam I don't know if you have a video on this but when you put fabric on the outside and put paper for the inside can you show me how you do this Uh, I'm making a bird journal and I'm very unsure to do the inside paper. Oh, okay. Um, I would say the thinner your fabric is probably the easier it will be. And you can always sew your paper in on the inside. You can glue it too, but sewing is a nice way to do it. Um, you can also use a cardstock paper that might give it a little bit more chutzpah, a little more strength. but just glue right to the edges and push it down. Um, when you're, I do a wraparound technique, like the cover on the outside will wrap around to the inside a little bit. So there'll be an edging of it. And then when you, you can just cut some paper that fits check in my, I have a playlist called junk journal construction covers, Spines and signatures. Look in there and you're going to see some examples of fabric journals and how I dealt with putting something on the inside. You should be able to find your answer there. Um, I I can remember doing it. I'm just don't know exactly what the video is called. Uh, Paula Morris asks, Mora. Um, Paula Mora says, Hi, Pam and Sunshine. What is the difference between vintage and antique? Um, I know it has to do with how old something is, but I don't know how many years for each. Thank you. Okay. So I looked it up once and it depends on, are you talking old cars? Are you talking old China? Are you talking old silver? It's different depending on the the type of thing you're talking about from my research. So in my world, in my head, vintage means at least 20 years old and antique means like at least 100 years old. So that's my broad stroke definition in my own head for whatever reason. I think I, I came across it with cars or something like that at one point, And I just assumed that that was universal. And then I learned that it wasn't. It just, it actually depends on the type of thing you're talking about. So that's what I go with. 20 years for vintage, 100 years for antique. Okay. And uh, S-E-I-K? J-K? I can't see. My, my computer's a too far away. Oh, okay, almost everything. Don't fall over. Don't fall over. Okay. Uh, she said i wish i had more space to put drawers in to put my pre-made stuff in is there a way to put my stuff so i can still move and craft in a small space i have one square inch to craft and watch and listen to your videos and craft along thanks so much for all your happy crafting videos i know the feeling we expand to the space we have remember vertical how high can you go there's a lot of uh Crafty storage space on the walls if you're um, if it's visually okay for you to do that Or maybe you could put some cabinets or something with little shelves with curtains or something like that to hide the obscurity and the uh, um, the hoard and the mess that's behind that that's a nice way to to hide it, but it gives you easy access um, but anyway, I hope that helps. So we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Happy crafting. Remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for your comments and questions.